You're listening to a podcast on the Black Fur Network. Hey, welcome to the After Podcast with me, Paul. Me, Mike. Me, Jim. There is no Dan. No Dan. Uh, Dan is taking a little break from the podcast um, because, uh, well, I mean, obviously it was cut from the last episode, but the um, we decided that he needed to kind of take a time out after all the racist things he said about the... Uh, about the Stegosaurus, it was um, just not acceptable, really. Yeah, the hatred, it hurt my heart, yeah. to be honest. And uh, yeah, Dan, Dan was asked to leave because, frankly, we're, we're fans of Stegosauruses. Yeah, absolutely. And, it, and his, his negative attitude towards the, Stegos- the magnificent Stegosaurus is quite honestly sickening to me. Um, dinophobic. That's what the yeah, man is. He's yeah. dinophobic. Absolutely. Um, now, I don't want to offend any of the listeners who heard the original cut of the episode that obviously got got taken down and, and replaced. Um, but the words platy aren't acceptable. They're not acceptable in in this in this day and age. And I'm only using that, you know, don't cancel us. But yeah, I mean, it, it was an unfortunate incident. Yeah. So we've just. Um, well, I'll be honest. We 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 went to Broadstairs Beach and we we dug a we dug a hole. And um, he's going to sit there and think about what he's done yeah. for a while. Yeah. Um, or die. The tide might have. Or alternatively, he's taking a short break because his workload has become ridiculous. <laughs> so a sabbatical. Yeah. And he doesn't have the time at the moment. Uh, he cares more about money than you. Yeah. Don't worry. We all still love each other. He will be back. Um, he'll still be as active on social media as he always is. <laughs> <laughs> so you won't notice he's gone from there. Yeah. Um, hey, he liked one of my pictures earlier, so I'm all right with that. I meant on, the, on our account. All right. <laughs> um, yeah, no, yeah, nothing crazy's happened or nothing. He's, uh, he's, yeah, on he's, sabbatical. he's just become too busy. Uh, this week, we take a dip into the seas of the pretentious, and uh, we also discuss the masterpiece that was the first Twilight film. Um, we kink shame uh, some furries and uh, we all talk about all that time we all had kids at the wrong time Uh, enjoy or don't I'm not your dad or am I So, boys, what have we been up to? Uh, I have been doing a couple of very nice shows at a little place called the Soho Theatre. Oh, yeah, skippity-dippity. <laughs> skippity-dippity, indeed. Um, yeah, I was a drummer for the Free Thinkers, who is the band that accompanies um, incredible artist Sarah Callahan, who's a stand-up comedian. She's been on Sky Arts and some BBC stuff. And, uh, yeah, I was a drummer for her live show, Revolting, uh, which is like part stand-up show, part spoken word poetry, part hip-hoppy, jazz, rappy thing. Um, We got a standing ovation every night. Um, And there's talk of a tour being booked and some some other big things that I'm not allowed to talk about, but I can talk to you about off-air maybe. Um, Yeah, just pretty pretty amazing. Pretty amazing couple of days. Um, Felt very odd. It felt like being a real musician. <laughs> as opposed to the pretend one. Well, as, a, as opposed to, you know, playing in the back room of a pub 
Um, and and then I played I played a local festival. There's these run of festivals called Feastivals, which are like outdoor events that are uh, they do food mostly, but they also do music. And we played. And now the, I'm in a band called Fat Gandalf. That's with a fat with a ph, because um, we're cool. Just a covers band. Um, but people like really responded to it and people were asking us for pictures afterwards. Nice. <laughs> and they're like buying t-shirts off us and stuff. And the only reason we're selling t-shirts is because we had like seven or eight people after, uh, like, after that many shows just being like, are you selling t-shirts? And I was like, I, I, I guess. So it's been this weird, like we put it together because we were bored and, and we were sick of playing with a lot of the people we were playing with. <laughs> I mean, that's, we were like, that's good for you. But I don't understand why people would want pictures and merch yeah. from a covers band. I know. I mean, Glitter Wolf, sure. Yeah. But a covers band? Yeah. No one's ever asked for me for me a picture of me from Glitter Wolf. At least you got a cool pun name, though. Yeah, exactly. I'm all for a pun name. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, weird. Weird. Uh, weird. Just weird. <laughs> Sweet, sexy weird. Um, yeah. Kind of. Cheer, what have you been up to? Oh, I went down to Devon for my mate's uh, wedding. You went down on Devon? I went down on Devon, yeah. No, I went down to Devon Damn. for my um, mate Paul's wedding. My wife's best man. And now, by the way, you now have to uh, re- change how you refer to me. Yeah. Because I'm now officially a lord. Oh. Basically, I own the first square foot of um, uh, land in Scotland somewhere. Have you, have you filled out... Lord, lord, lord yeah. <laughs> have <laughs> you filled out the relevant paperwork? Because apparently... There's paperwork? Yeah, we made we made a guy a lord. Well, I guess you're not being a lord then. Actually, I haven't taken down the envelope, so I think I've never... If you take it... Yeah, you've got to, like, you've got to, like, go and fill out a bunch of forms to, like, be officially... Because you can get your ID changed and everything. Yeah, yeah. Apart from your driver's license oh, and passport. you have to do it. Oh, yeah. No, apart from your driver's license and passport, any other oh, that, form... That I can sucks, put though, man. It. They're the two that you yeah. want out. Yeah, yeah. It's going to be when the police pull you over, you can be like, I am Lord David Chia. Yeah. <laughs> you should address me as such. <laughs> man. But, yeah, no, they went down there. Good wedding. Had a nice time. No, no such thing as a good wedding. That was all right. There's, uh, there's less boring weddings. <laughs> it wasn't the worst wedding I've ever been to, but... <laughs> Is that yours? <laughs> <laughs> no, it really wasn't. Oh, I, I, it's too long for me to tell you the story of the worst wedding I ever went to. Well, you, you can tell us that next week. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we, we can tell us in two parts. Like, we can do part one this week <laughs> and so. stay tuned. We leave, leave it on a cliffhanger. Yeah, go on. And then everyone has to come in for the yeah, next Yeah, no, I like episode. that. I like go, that. Go here. Oh, it was up the George Hotel, you know, where subs used to be. Yes. And basically went up there, and it was held in the courtyard in the middle of the hotel. Wow. So they half-decorated. But as well, you right said, next to the main road? Yeah. Dock but, Road. Well, no, no, it was um, within the side of the hotel, but like the courtyard bit of it. Right, okay. Oh, no, the photos were in the car park. Yeah. <laughs> yeah literally. Fucking yeah. hell. But as you sit in there, and you look at you're like, oh, it's all nice archway and stuff, but then you look up, and there's some guy ha- drying his pants out the window. <laughs> <laughs> That's fucking amazing. Big skinny, like, massive boxer shorts. I hope whose wedding it is, then listen to this. Oh, no, they won't. <laughs> no, I don't care. <laughs> but, yeah, and the actual um, reception was held in the room that used to be the downstairs indie room. Oh. Yeah, literally, oh. I was sitting there eating dinner going, oh, we're up in that corner. <laughs> I, I mean, that. you could have just spun around and said that. <laughs> but, yeah, oh, that was so, like, it was during the middle of a heat wave and there was no air conditioning. So imagine how sticky it is right now. What do you mean, much Double. like it in this room right yeah. now? Absolutely. Um, kids were dancing around the cake, like the table with the cake on, like pulling on the um, tablecloth. No. And the parents weren't stopping them. No. The bride went for a two and a half hour nap. Man, this sounds like what? a great wedding. <laughs> 
Yeah, the bride went for a two and a half hour nap between the meal and the first dance. Why? What? Because she was tired. <laughs> Do I know who this is? No. Oh. It's a friend of the wife's. That's... <laughs> So what did you all do then? Because you can't get up to dance. You just sat around doing fuck all. Yeah, because you're not allowed to Literally, dance until the first dance. Did, apart from the, the nap bit, it all sounds pretty cool. Like, not cool as in great. I mean, cool as in entertaining. <laughs> weddings are boring. Oh, no, this was uber boring. <laughs> like, anything you could have that was boring, exte- exemplified. Yeah, I mean, oh, are just... we going to leave him yeah. on that, on that yeah, cliffhanger? There's not much else to go, but yeah. <laughs> oh, what? You said there was so much to tell. I love it when people say it's a long story. What would you do? Oh, I went over to the bank, I got some money out and I came back. There was a couple of other bits I could say, but oh, okay, I'll end it there. <laughs> All right, cool. We'll remember to check in next is it, time. Is it my turn? It's your turn. I did loads. <laughs> did you? Yeah, I was on holiday last week, wasn't I? Oh, exciting. So I've been to castles and yeah. beaches and explored caves. You explored caves? Yeah. I asked you to tell me like next time you're exploring caves. I was on holiday with my wife. So... <laughs> <laughs> Actually, weirdly, I did think about calling you. <laughs> Not that day, but uh, was it Thursday? I can't remember. Yeah, I can't remember where I went. Okay, but I did think about. I did think about calling you actually. See what you're up to. But we went out. It's been... If it was Thursday, I would have been at the Soho Theatre. Oh yeah, so, that's yeah. true. Yeah, oh. I I spotted a bit of movie magic. I completely oh, forgot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So so for those of you, sorry to cut you off, but uh, for those of you who don't know Soho very well, uh, the Soho Theatre. I mean, obviously it's all fucking around the corner from everything because if it's in Soho, it's it's around the corner from everything. Um, but right around the corner from the Soho Theatre, like up the road and and literally to the right, is the Toucan Pub, which is uh, which you know part of um, last night in Soho took place in and uh, I believe in the episode we did about it that we spoke about the um, the plaque that said that these stairs weren't, weren't good enough to be in a movie uh, I went and found that plaque I took a picture of that plaque um, I nearly pushed a woman down the stairs <laughs> a picture of that plaque yeah, the way, bitch. <laughs> yeah. Um, and I couldn't stop and get a Guinness. I was fucking gutted. Uh, but there was a fucking parking warden who was like sniffing around my car. So like, I literally want to take a picture of these stairs that I'm getting back in. And he was like, mm, okay. he's like, yeah. And you and these other 120 people all lined up down the street. These, <laughs> these specky nerds. <laughs> like, no, I don't know if you know this. And like, yeah, we know this. Uh, he's so, only yeah. a thousand times. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah so uh, sorry, Paul, continue. Um, what was I saying? Oh, yeah. And then I went to a London Film Comic Con for a weekend, which is my How favorite, was it? favorite place on earth. Yeah, it's your right. favorite place on earth. Yeah, I love it. It's my favorite thing in the world. My favorite oh. event of every year. Although surrounded by all the people you hate. Mostly. <laughs> <laughs> no, I say, weirdly, I was saying to my wife, like, you walk around, I'll probably say this to her every time, but like, I'm so conflicted as far as things like that are concerned because I'm, I mean, I'm obviously a massive fucking nerd. Yeah. I never miss a film quote. You look at my house, it's filled yeah. with merch and fucking memorabilia and all kinds of things. I'm a fucking nerd. But when we go to LFCC, I'm simultaneously thinking, I'm home, these are my people. And then right after it, thinking, but not that guy. <laughs> <laughs> that guy is probably sketchy sexually. Yeah. <laughs> Sweaty neck beards, that's yeah. all I can yeah. I mean, like, he, he probably you know he's creepy as fuck basically yeah. you see him creeping on all the cosplayers and oh, like yeah uh, yeah it's just revolting I had to stop I used to I used to cover those those cons for uh, Geek Pride and I stopped doing that after 
It was a um, what's the other one? You got LFCC, MCM, fucking MCM. Oh, I wouldn't step foot in that. Full of fucking weebs, and there was this one dickhead. It was a it was a Deadpool cosplayer. And you know some of those some of those cosplayers who like they take it really seriously. Mm. So he just kept jumping out of people and being a dick. So I hit I so I hit tossed him because uh, he jumped. He just jumped out of me. Like I was just walking and I was talking to someone. You don't need to he, justify it. He if went, you just walked up to him and hip tossed him. <laughs> <I'd be laughs> yeah, that's fine. Yeah. But he went. He just fucking like just went like that and grabbed me. So I like twisted my body and like threw him to the ground. And I went, "What the fuck are you doing?" He's like, oh, "I'm just fucking playing about." I'm like. I don't fucking care. You don't know me, cunt. Get off yeah. me, you weirdo. Get the fuck off me. Yeah, and then like his mates had a go at me, being like, "Oh, he's just he's just doing it for a video." I'm like, "I don't give a fuck oh, what he's doing." Right. I'm a YouTuber, man. Oh, it's your oh. boy. I'm a YouTuber. Yeah. So that was like 20, 2014, and I went, "Nah, it's not for me anymore." 2014 is the first year I went to LFCC. Wow. I passed the I passed the buck on to you. Yeah, but that was the same. Oh yeah, yeah, it was good. It was uh, it felt smaller. Didn't good, you, good. Uh, no, not good. Okay, there was like half the fucking stools there. They usually. Oh, okay. Um, That's good. Last exit weren't there. Boo. Yeah, which bummed me out. But I knew they weren't going to be anyway. But still, it don't make you any less of bummed out. <laughs> Save me a lot of money though. To be fair. Um, <laughs> yeah, this is one of those double-edged sword things, isn't it? It's yeah. like not there, but save money. <laughs> yeah, it was just a bit pitiful, really. It was. Um, people moaning about how bad it was run and I didn't see too much of that because I don't give photographs and autographs things that's not my thing at all apparently the staff there was a there was a thing with um, whoever plays Eddie from oh, Stranger yeah. Things um, one of the staff like fucking yelled at him oh, fuck me all I've seen is his name something Quinn yeah Joseph Quinn Joseph Quinn all I've seen is his name all weekend I just couldn't remember it they uh yeah he he was being asked to to go somewhere and do again this is just from the hearsay I've picked up from Twitter so if you do know let us know I've heard it too but yeah someone was like shut the fuck up and do your job basically yeah, that's, to that's, him I heard that a as member well. of staff I can't imagine that's true I mean if multiple... he would wield far more power than that <laughs> volunteer member of fucking staff yeah. if she if I don't know why I said she that was presumptuous of me and I apologise <laughs> I don't know why I said that um, if someone had said that to you and you were in the biggest fucking show wait the biggest character in the biggest fucking show of the year and a fucking volunteer fucking steward said that to you what would you do i'd fucking have them fired yeah Yeah, i'd say see this person get them out or i'm going yeah yeah, yeah. because 90 percent of the people that that con were there for him Yeah. yeah 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 Easy. You said it was like a sea of hellfire. T-shirts. It was honestly, it was comical. <laughs> you would have been, you'd been forgiven for thinking you were in a lot uh, Stranger Things convention. Wow. Nearly all the stalls were all Stranger Things. Yeah. Uh, it was just strange. I'm not complaining. I love it, but like, it was crazy. Like, it was yeah. like a Stranger Things. The problem I have with Stranger Things is that I watch it and I go, "That's fucking brilliant. That that's so good." And then I forget about it. After I'd, about I'd, a month, it really sticks with me. I love that show. I'm only nice. five episodes in the season four, so <laughs> yeah, I know. I've still got watching. Oh, you've it. not seen the best episode. No, I haven't yet. yet so spoilers. <laughs> the best bit of the best episode. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, man. It's been on my uh, on my gym playlist quite recently. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, it does that 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 album really gets. You well, I was listening up. to that album today. Actually, yeah, it's really brought me back to Metallica. Mm, absolutely. 
Also, just shout out some fucking shout out like they're going to listen. Shout out Lars Ulrich. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> no, not, not, not. If you're listening, Lars. Not Lars. Don't, don't sue us for saying Metallica. <laughs> um, but shout out to whoever's, either Metallica or whoever's running Metallica's social media page for uh, just shitting on all the gatekeeping. Because there's been a bunch of like. It was fucking... for Kate Bush as well. Oh, good, good. It's the same exact thing. Yeah, so a bunch of fucking neckbeards going, oh, sorry, Metallica, about all the people who are just getting into your music now because of Stranger Things. Yeah. And Metallica basically went, yeah, everyone started somewhere. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So. That's all the hate where people go, oh, but you only got into it because that. So what? Yeah, who cares what brought someone into something? I fucking hate gatekeeping in any sense. The amount of bands I've got into because of movie soundtracks. Oh, same, yeah. And. All kinds of things like that. I'm not. I'm not ashamed to say. Even I've been listening to Kate Bush recently. Yeah. yeah. Not yeah. like. Yeah. I've never been a Kate Bush oh, fan. Mate. I like that one song. Yeah. That's it. <laughs> but I've been listening to it a bit recently. It's all right. It's not bad. Wuthering Heights is a fucking. Yeah, 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 it's, yeah. It's great. <laughs> but, I mean, mostly the album. Eh. <laughs> <laughs> I say album. There's loads. There's a few of them. But like the one I was listening to is the, the main one. What's it called? Hounds of Hounds of Love. Yeah. yeah. It's all right. Yeah, I didn't hate it. But there's only about. Three good songs. No, three songs on there I would I actually really like. Yeah. Fair. But yeah, it's fucking weird. <laughs> it's everything. Absolutely everything. Speaking of weird gatekeepers, we watched a film. We did. <laughs> <laughs> Can I just prefix this review with fuck you, Leanne? <laughs> Who's Leanne? The, well, she's the person who chose it, who I work with, and she only okay. chose this film to make me watch it. Because I was refusing to watch it at work. <laughs> um, what's that picture of the anime guy? Or he's like, I see you're a man of exquisite taste. Mm. <laughs> uh, Isn't that Jojo? Leanne, you, I don't think so. I watched a lot of Jojo. I don't remember no, it. I if I am, I'm a, I'm a fake fan. I apologise. Oh, I'm not a fan at all, so um, you're more likely to be right than I am. <laughs> I can't believe you only just got into Jojo. <laughs> I haven't seen any of it. Oh, fucking hell. <laughs> oh, I can't believe you haven't seen any of it. Oh, my God. <laughs> you're not even that. a real fan. It's an anime. Jojo's oh. Bizarre Adventure is fucking Oh, brilliant. yeah, I heard that. Yeah. It's fucking great. Season one's like, eh, and then and then it's gold from from that point onwards. Apart from like the weird racism, but it's Japan, so <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Shinzo Abe got shot dead. Yes, what yeah. the fuck? Yeah, mad in Japan. Yeah. What the fuck? Mad. There's no yeah. crime in Japan. <laughs> well, there is. There's either no crime or fucking a thousand percent crime. There's nothing in <laughs> it. It's, um, it's either law abiding or you're cutting up children and eating them in a sandwich. <laughs> so. Yeah, Leanne, well done. Um, we watched the bizarre piece. That was good. That's good. I like that. Bizarre for piece. It's so good. I remembered it. The bizarre piece uh, that was 1977's Eraserhead. Um, this blew my mind. The budget was 10p. No, the budget was <laughs> the budget was 10 the budget was 10p and it was all on screen. It was all on pocket lint that they stuck <laughs> to their faces. Um it was 10,000 US dollars and it made 7 million fucking dollars, which uh, if I'm not terrible at maths and I am, so feel free to correct me, that's a return on investment of either 70,000 or 7,000. Wait, is this overall or over o- overall? Box office seven. Million. So is that to date? I mean, because if it's to date, it's pretty poor. All right, hang on. Okay. Because that was released in 1977. I don't know. That's older than me. I, I just, I just did what Google. It's 45 years ago. All right, hang on. I'll just, I'll have a look. So seven million over 45 years, isn't that great? I've made more than that. I don't think you have. You're also not that old. I've made 77 million pounds. Imagine, I think they stopped counting after a while, didn't they? Who? Right. 
budget you'd think um, that's why I imagine that's um, opening weekend yeah, yeah. Or, um, or the initial well, there run. seems like a lot to have made an opening weekend for this film yeah huh Stanley Kubrick made the cast yeah, yeah, of The yeah. Shining watch this in order to yeah. get in the mood for filming the, the thing yeah that's among, awesome. among other films yeah um, I'm trying to find the budget. I don't know. Oh, wait, here we go. Also known as Eraserhead 2000. Okay. What? No, no, it is 7 million, I think, overall, because the budget was, it says 10,000. 10, the gross worldwide was 23,000. So, do you know, that's almost certainly from DVD sales. Yeah. DVD and Blu-ray. Wow. Not really. <laughs> Although this film is fucking hard to get hold of. It really is. Yeah. yeah. I actually managed to find a copy on Blu-ray and um, CEX down chat. Did you buy it? Yeah. Why? So I could watch it. Dan sent it to us. I know. I don't know what you're talking about. It was taking forever to download and it was on the missus laptop. Like, I, I, I definitely bought my copy, Lars Ulrich. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh shit, yeah. Yeah, I did too, yeah. Yeah. Totally cool. And not from Dan. <laughs> I don't know. Who's Dan? Who's Dan? Who's Dan? Dan is dead to us. <laughs> oh, no, he's going to listen to that now and be sad. <laughs> That's why I said uh, it. Keep, keep, work, keep working, buddy. You'll get there. Um, so, uh, I mean, we can't really do a chrono. I love you, Dan. Just joking. So, oh, there, there is no chrono. That's why. There's no fucking narrative to this film at all. Yeah, it's great, isn't it? Nope. Uh, <laughs> Uh, so I guess we'll do initial thoughts and talk about major plot points yeah are there major plot points is the beginning part where someone throws up an intestine <laughs> yeah. into a oh, toilet the baby. and then yeah. the toilet is reborn yeah <laughs> correct you forgot about yeah, the man that, in the moon yeah the opening <laughs> spot is it 10 minutes of this film make no fucking sense <laughs> the opening 10 oh, minutes yeah, make no, no, no sense I mean, <laughs> But for the, the opening <laughs> 90 minutes make no sense. I'll give you that. I'll give you that. No, but like literally, well, the way I wrote it in my notes, and it's the only way I could do it, was side head meatball, house with hole, man at window, mouth birth, lever pulling, baby plop. It's not lever. <laughs> it's pulling like a, a lever. Yeah, it's like the old train lever. Here's, yeah. here's mine, if we're doing that. Here's, <laughs> here's mine. Alien intestine is thrown up into a toilet and is reborn? Question mark? <laughs> Possum vibes. Yeah. Uh, the score is a constant ominous drone. Love that. Twin Peaks floor and sofas. Yeah. <laughs> Coins in a saucepan of water. Oh, I got that. I got that. I didn't know. Oh, what, what the fuck? <laughs> it was, right, I'm going to... See, it sounds like I hate this film already, and I didn't hate it. I absolutely didn't hate it. I didn't particularly like it either. <laughs> I think the problem of talking about this film is much like when someone tells you about a dream they had. Yeah. Oh, no, because you were there, the problem. But you weren't you. This is the problem. Because when someone starts telling me about their dream, I switch off. You yeah. know why? Because I don't give a fuck. <laughs> Your dream don't mean shit to me. Yeah. But I feel like Eraserhead was like a nightmare that we all individually had. It's like a did... fever dream. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. It's totally one of his fever dreams. It's got, it can't be anything else. <laughs> Well, he said it was the most spiritual work he's done to date. Yeah, but he's clearly an idiot. So <laughs> we shouldn't well, David really Lynch. Listen, yes, we shouldn't really listen to anything he has to say. Come on we? now. Have you seen Blue Velvet? I haven't seen Blue Velvet. Th- that's why I don't like David Lynch. Okay, I'll watch Blue Velvet. <laughs> Although I say I don't like David Lynch, but I fucking love Twin Peaks. So <laughs> this is the only thing by David Lynch I've ever seen. Is it? You haven't seen Twin Peaks? Never seen Twin Peaks, bro. I saw half of Twin Peaks because. Uh, well, you haven't seen Twin Peaks either. So no, it, because I was watching Peaks. it for a fucking podcast, and then two fucking idiots that I'm not going to name All right, me and Chia just <laughs> dropped the ball a bit. <laughs> Fucking hell. 
Alright, one idiot and my girlfriend decided to fucking abandon it halfway through. And let's be honest, it's not my girlfriend's fault. Um, yeah, yeah, man, that's so shit. It's not like we ever abandon podcasts halfway through. <laughs> anyway, 16 minutes. You can miss soon. one sometimes. <laughs> uh, yeah. Check it out on its way. Uh, one day, one day. Um, and until I like it, or whatever the fuck I was going to call it. I had this idea. Shit, this is before your time. I had this idea of this podcast, right, where someone... Like each week, I would find a fan of a particular film, and I would watch it with them, and then they would try and convince me to like it. <laughs> and then until I liked that film, we would do the same film every time. So the first one I thought was Twilight because I thought I saw the first Twilight and was like, that fucking sucks. <laughs> that film is unwatchable. <laughs> yeah. So what I thought I'd do is I'd find, each week I'd find like someone who love fucking loves Twilight watch it with them and then sit down and go, right, so why the fuck should I like this? And then just keep, <laughs> basically, Stockholm Syndrome myself into liking films. Yeah, but how they, there's no argument for it. Well, it's, it's terribly filmed. <laughs> the, the effects are awful. The script is garbage. Well, this is it. Well, maybe you should join I'm, me as hang well. Hang on. I'm saying this as a fan of Twilight. <laughs> I know that sounds ridiculous, but I've read all the books and I love all the books. I, okay. I honestly loved them. Okay. And I like some of the other films, particularly the last two. But okay. that first one is a fucking shit pile. Okay. We should so- do it for this podcast. That would be, <laughs> that would be a great episode. It's just us shitting on Twilight for a fucking hour and a half. I might make Dave do Twilight with us. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Perfect. I love it. Good. He's, uh, he's erasing my number as we speak. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, so, yeah, to me, the, obviously, like, the, the, the thing about this film is that it's, it's completely open to interpretation. David Lynch himself has said, like, it's kind of about these things, but really it's about nothing. David Lynch literally refuses to explain any of the film because he said, and I quote, people should come up with their own interpretation. What a lot of- I mean, I, to be fair, I get that. What did you get? What was your interpretation? If you want to take... No, he's he's letting you go... You take away what you want from this film. That's fucking lazy filmmaking. It is lazy filmmaking, but I I get it. Oh, here are. Here's a bunch of images... Yeah. ...with a piss-poor narrative. Yeah. Make your own shit up out of it. Yeah, fair enough. (laughs) It's a a fucking art film. Yeah, I fucking hate art films. As I say, it's weird for being weird's sake. Exactly. I don't like that. It's fucking pretentious. Yeah. Really fucking pretentious. I like art films. <laughs> I like some and you're of them. fucking pretentious. I really, I really liked pr- Possum. Do you know Listen, what I mean? cunt. Just because you make rope for a living doesn't mean that everyone else who doesn't make rope for a living is pretentious. Yeah, you fucking hipster. <laughs> you're such a hipster. Working in your 18th century fucking building. He's going to correct me now. Also, <laughs> no, it's 18th century. Also, why the fuck didn't you tell us that Loki was filming? Oh, yeah, by the way, like, season two. Yeah, you fucking <laughs> dickhead. I, I, I literally s- found out last week. Can you tell me? Tell me not to tell you. Yeah. <laughs> you don't let that fucking pretentious ass specifically <laughs> text to tell me not to tell you. I, no, I literally only found out last week. Oh, really? Yeah, no, okay. It's down the far end of the yard, so I didn't see anything. Oh, okay. Yeah, I saw some screen some screen grabs and people had taken some pictures from their houses and was like, oh, we all found out before it was too late, but... Loki season two was being filmed, and I was like, "What the fuck?" Yeah, I was like, "I would have thought you'd have you'd have said something, but if you didn't know." You I'm gonna say a sentence to you guys. Go on, um, man-made chickens—they're as small as your hand. <laughs> yeah, aren't they possums or poussoms or something? Poussom, like, poisson. Is that poulet? Poulet is chicken. It's me, isn't it? Po- <laughs> 
Oh, this is getting silly. The heat is getting to us. It's a very fucking hot day, and I've got I've got sneaky suspicion next week is going to be just as hot. Every, as basically, everything with the chickens was rank. Oh, oh it was yeah. fucking grim, wasn't it? Oh, but, but again, yeah. So there's a lot of obviously there's a lot of symbolism and there's a lot of stuff to kind of think about. To me, because he was like he had kids quite early, and you're talking about Lynch. Lynch, yeah. So to me. This is the anxiety of becoming a new father. Well, that's what his daughter said. That's literally what it is. Oh, really? Yeah, that's what his daughter said. Oh, okay. So his daughter said the script was inspired by his fear of fatherhood because yeah. she was born with club feet. Oh, wow. Okay. Which is, came after his fear of fatherhood. Yeah. Probably did a lot to reinforce Club it. Feet now is obviously a, a website similar to OnlyFans. <laughs> it's way more expensive. Yeah, look up Mike's profile. <laughs> <laughs> you know, there is a wiki feet, right? I'm sure there is. There right? is, yeah, yeah, yeah. Where where celebrities are are like ranked. People make a fortune. Do you, do you ever listen to Fighter and the Kid podcast? To what? Sorry, the Fighter and the Kid. No, no. okay, so it's a good podcast. Um, okay, one one of their uh, like engineers or producers that used to work there, Cat. She started straight after college as like an intern, right? And they convinced her to do a feet only fans, right? Okay, just for a laugh for the show, yeah. She's now making $400,000 a month. Fuck off. From photos of her feet on OnlyFans. Is she like doing dirty stuff with her nope. feet? Nope. Just, just videos of her feet moving. There are some weird people. Private videos of her feet moving and stuff. Yeah, Fuck, it's man. crazy. Maybe I, need to, maybe I need a pedicure. Yeah. I go sell pictures of my feet. <laughs> I sell pictures of There's feet. someone out there that would pay you for them. Yeah, man. Yeah. Yeah, Fuck. wherever you can think of, there's a fetish for it. Oh, God, it. yeah. I mean, yeah. no kink shaming, but at the same time, kink shaming. Depend, depends what it is. I'll kink shame some shit. <laughs> <laughs> Mainly that sort of stuff. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it's not. Oh, I don't know. It's not hurting anyone, furries. is it? <laughs> defend furries. Come on. Oh, no, I won't yeah, defend furries. See. Furries are fucking scumbags. Yeah, man. There's, yeah, there's something, there's something a bit, yeah. I remember, there's I remember, something a lot wrong. I remember someone telling me they were at a... Uh, a hotel that was holding a very convention once. Oh, the smell alone. The hotel clerks at the uh, counter told him that they'd requested a litter tray. Like, they'd requested Fuck litter off. trays. Yeah, yeah. Litter trays. No. No, thank you. They're just fucking in the costumes. <laughs> grim. Yeah. So, speaking of grim and awkward. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, so to me, the plot, the plot of the film is thus. The dude... Henry, Henry, Harry, yes. Harry Henry, Henry, Henry knocks up this girl who's like the, live, still living with her parents. He has an awkward dinner with, with their family, yeah. takes her home because her mother's like, make a fucking, make an honest woman out of her. Yeah. I don't agree with that statement, just, but whatever. Take her home. Um, <laughs> don't cancel her. Then he, yeah, then he, then he like has more fucking fucked up dreams about this baby and how much of a ruin it is. Then the baby is born. Um, and behold, it's ET. Super quick. Um, and no, I no, think no. she said it's already been born in the hospital. Oh, of and course. You can take it home once you marry her. Of course, yeah, yeah. Sorry. Weird. So yeah, so and then obviously it's like it's like the representation of how most I think most new dads do see babies in that they're like these horrible, scraggly lizard things that don't shut the fuck up. At least I think that's how I would if I was a dad. Why are you looking at me like that? Because I hate children. Yeah, same. That's why I'm like, yeah, they're fucking like, whenever someone uploads a picture of their baby, it looks like a, a, a half a baked potato. Yeah, I've seen babies, thanks. Yeah. Disgusting. Yeah, exactly. 
I loved my baby when he was born. Do you know now? That's great. <laughs> oh, so here's the thing. Here's the moment. Suggest you've gone off him a bit. Here's the thing that fucks, fucks my brain. I think I've spoken about it on this podcast before. So I had a mate. He's, he's around your age. Um, so he's dead now. Um, <laughs> so my mate is around, is around your age. And he told me that like he lived like this whole life before he had his kid. Like... He went blind and then got, got like, in the next sort of sight came back in one of his eyes. It was like a whole fucking thing. But he, like, he lived in a, uh, in a hotel. He was a chef in a hotel in Wales and, like, did it all by sense of smell. And, like, fucking crazy, crazy fucking story. Went and trained in Thailand for, like, three years and, and learned Muay Thai, before, obviously, before losing the eye. Um, Would have been more impressive. <laughs> they call him the blind lion. Um, <laughs> Yeah, like, did all this fucking amazing stuff, and then he and then he he got this girl that he was like, she's cool and rich. They had sex. Um, That's all you need. They had sex, and and she got pregnant, and he was like, well, fuck it, let's let's keep it. You know, I I love you, and like they're still together, and they're happy, and and like the family's adorable, and the kids like she's. Is this she's story great. going somewhere? It is going somewhere. <laughs> but he said to me, the minute he held that kid in his arms, something in his brain just fucking switched and he strangled it <laughs> and all of a sudden he was like I'll kill for this kill it yeah. like I've never no I'll oh. kill for this oh right okay. he was like I will never love anything ever as much as I love this thing and it was like it was like it have you ever had a Krispy Kreme <laughs> <laughs> but he he was like something just happened to him and beforehand he would have like He'd have taken like a bullet for his for his wife, and now he's like he'd have put his wife in, he'd have put his, <laughs> he'd have put his wife in front of his kid to like save his kid now, yeah, right? And I was like, what the fuck? He's like, it fundamentally like changes your brain, and that fucking terrifies me. I mean, he's, the idea, he's, he's a yeah. father. Yeah. <laughs> Twice, no, I get it. It's fucking weird, man. That freaks me the fuck oh, out. Like, don't don't freak me out because I'm never having kids. <laughs> no, no, I'm never having kids. But it's just like the idea that something deep within you on a fucking genetic level, you'd see your own kid and not all of a sudden... No, no, not... Yeah, but like in, let's say, fucking eight out of ten times, people are going to... That's fucked. That's terrifying. I guess. I, I never think about it. It's not something I really... Think okay. About. I had like a mad pregnancy scare when I was like in my 20s. Early, early 20s. Which you like, damn, how did I get pregnant? <laughs> yeah, I got... I got I'm so, so scared. Where will it come out? I got so... I got so... Oh, it's just a fart. <laughs> I, I, I fucked this seahorse. And uh, that's... An E.T. came out. Slimy E.T. <laughs> um, yeah, so just... I, I occasionally have the anxiety dream about becoming a parent when I'm like, but but, 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 but what? Uh, yeah, freaks me, I, freaks I do, me out. I do not. <laughs> well, that's cool because you, you, you're, you're fucking, you know, one person, and you're not having kids with them. That's great, and you're you've got your life together. And I've got Whereas nieces, I spend... but you know, so I get the best of both worlds, really. Yeah, you get handed back. No, I can leave. Yeah, <laughs> I had a nephew, but my girlfriend broke up. No, no. I had a nephew, but my sister broke up with her boyfriend recently, so now I don't have a nephew. And it's a shame, because I was winning, like, best uncle. I'm winning that. I got him, like, Pokemon toys and stuff, and I really thought this day we're going to go the distance, and I was going to be, like, like, cool Uncle Mike. And then, yeah, they split up. Like, for good reason. I'm not going to go into it. It's weird to air that. But, uh, yeah. (laughs) Wait. Whose kids were they? They were his kids. Oh, okay, right, right. Yeah, my sister's ex-boyfriend's kids. I understand. And, yeah, the little kid was like, fucking, that's cool, Uncle Mike. He plays drums for a living, and he likes Pokemon. He's in money. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, anyway, so, yeah, that, that's... And, and he feels... The woman in the radiator, 
is like fucking weird. Is like death. In that she's and I've read a couple of a couple of things that kind of back this up. So whether I'm like whether this is confirmation bias or whether it's like just a commonly held belief, but like she's kind of she's beautiful but also disgusting, and that's kind of how he saw suicide at the time. It was like the only way to like wipe the slate clean, become an eraser, is to fucking kill yourself. And the the ending is supposedly, according to a lot of popular. Um, understanding of it is that he like he kills himself and she embraces him because what what's in the song she sings she's like it's it's nice on the other side yeah i'll get i'll pull up the lyrics so yeah there's uh so jack nance who plays henry he um whenever anyone asks him in interviews about the name eraserhead he just says like i don't know don't care (laughs) and he says you think about this too much it's only a movie yeah (laughs) Actually, you said people who um, starred in this, a little, um, funny enough, um, Six Degrees of Kevin Bacon thing is a speed of a film with Kevin Bacon. The one woman who played his wife. In, in, in what, sorry? Uh, in this, in the race yeah, yeah. Plays the mum in Tremors of the girl who was Lexi in Jurassic Park, which huh. is that last film. No way. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> so Six Degrees of Kevin Bacon. I wonder Kevin... if we should add the Six Degrees of Kevin Bacon in as a weekly segment. <laughs> What, we try and link the two films? We try and link films. Fucking A, yeah. With Kevin Bacon. (laughs) So she says, in heaven everything is fine. You've got your good thing and I've got mine. Um, And those are the only lyrics. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, It's just repeated loads. So yeah, she's saying like everything is is fine. I think that's interesting that she says everything is fine. Not everything is great. Not everything is fucking wonderful. It's just like... It's it's an eraser. It's a blank page, and that's what he wants. That's suicide. That's the oblivion of of, of death, and as opposed to eighteen plus years of responsibility for you know, it's going to get heavy, but like what's quite clearly a child with disabilities. Yeah. Incidentally, while we're on the child, just quickly, go on. How good is that effect? From so good. Seventy-seven. So yeah. fucking like, good. It looks like a real thing. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it, yeah, I don't know if it would work if it was in colour. Yeah, I think, I, I think being a black and white helped this film a lot. I yeah. agree. You know, I think certain things that just wouldn't, if we, you could see more detail with the colour, it just wouldn't have worked. Yeah, I yeah. agree. Yeah, I agree. Because, especially especially as I think a lot of the sets weren't like, they're quite, they were quite minimal, a lot yeah. of them. Um, you know, uh, David Lynch slept in the bedroom yeah. for over a year. Really? Yeah, while they were filming. Because the film took seven years to film. Fuck off. Yeah, yeah, seven years. Really? Yeah, they had massive budget issues and things like that, to the point where the actors and crew were paying for the film. Even Jack Nancy's wife was handing over her wages from waitressing job. Yeah, and it took seven years. That's real testament to the power of David Lynch. It's also, yeah. it's also a real testament to Jack Nance keeping that hair for seven years. <laughs> but uh, from watching it, the two things this film does really, really well is the soundtrack is mm, always keeps you on edge. So obvious, yeah. yeah. It just keeps like the noise of the whistle of the radio, yeah. the wind, the, the constant yeah. hum that Drone, goes through yeah. the whole film. Yeah, Freak my dog out. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. as well. It makes you feel so on edge. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like the long pauses between conversations or between parts of the conversation. Yeah. We're just staring at each other. That's kind of what made me think of Possum. 
Oh, sorry, but not yeah. Possum, but yeah. You should watch Possum. Oh, don't want As you're possum. part of this podcast, <laughs> and we've all had to suffer. Yeah. Well, actually, we liked it, so we didn't suffer. But yeah. Well, I mean, I liked it with a million caveats. Oh, God, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> liked it is a weird word. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. I didn't like enjoy I liked, it I liked the word. Greasy Strangler. I don't, think I, I don't think I'd say I enjoyed it as a film. Yeah. This is, I'm glad they come onto this podcast late. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you've got stuff to cut. Oh, I know, I know. But this for fuck's sake. But yeah, and... Uh, but, just the always put you on edge. Yeah, like yeah. This awkwardness. I don't know about you, but I hate that sort of even in comedy. I hate awkward no, comedy. No, I love I hate, awkward comedy. I don't. I can't. The Office is my favourite thing it. ever. You know, it's sort of like um, for want of a better example, off the top of my head, um, like Ali G's old interview. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, he's just taking the piss out. Like, I got him. I get embarrassed for the other people. Uh, and yeah. I, I just can't take it. Oh, I love that. And this film was kind of the same, where this awkward thing with that drone in the background it, and. The entire film, I was on edge. Yeah, it's was, like, um, it's it what made Leanne, me feel weird. Yeah, it's what Leanne said. It works. She said, "This is a horror because you're on edge the entire film." Yeah. interest, does she actually like this, or is yes. she fucking with us? No, she likes it. All right. Well, no, she. I, I lent them a, the Blu-ray of it, and um, she did send me a message saying, "I'm so sorry, I made you watch this. I do apologise." And an hour and a half later, went, "Now, nah, fuck that. I love this." <laughs> <laughs> and she's in possum. Yes, she mostly well, messaged you about the whole sweet thing, didn't she? She oh, did, right. yeah, 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 yeah. and then you were like, "Fuck you!" You made me think about it again. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh Christ! Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'd forgotten about that. <laughs> yeah, but yeah. So, and that, those are the two things this film got spot on. Yeah, I absolutely. Could not, I could not floor. And obvious, obviously, David Lynch is a master of lighting and mm. framing. Like it's it's almost like a play. Yeah, for you know, for what the little there was on screen. Yeah. He did a lot with it. Yeah. I'll give him that. Oh, no, he definitely did. This, this, look, this is what I said at the start. I didn't hate this. Yeah. And I can definitely see why people like it. I know I was joking around earlier when I was being... Yeah. yeah. I was just I was just being... Uh, Flippant. Hyper, it's just hyperbole, but... Yeah. I, I, in, what I did like about it is the fact that it does make you feel edgy. Like, yeah. Most horror films don't really do that. No. Yeah. Um, or, you know, I... I, I love horror regardless, but I would rather a film made me feel, you yeah. Know, uh, but if it was better, you know. Yeah. <laughs> but this definitely made me feel on edge and uncomfortable, and like I was still thinking about it. I've been thinking about it all day, although I have been watching it since yesterday. So. Yeah, there yeah was, I had to watch it in two parts. I could not. Three. I couldn't sit through it. There was a um, there was a uh, a demo, a playable demo uh, of a of a new Silent Hill game that became really, really famous in the horror community and I, I, I owned it until I could have technically sold my PS4 for a lot of money but then my PS4 formatted itself because <laughs> um, it got pulled down it was like a whole thing Hideo Kojima the guy who made Metal Gear was working on a um, on a Silent Hill game and the demo just appeared one day it was called the PT demo and basically it follows Dream Logic. what's up we've been recording on the built-in microphone oh you're kidding me nope <laughs> <laughs> Do you like murder? So do we. Crimes Like These is a UK-based true crime podcast with me, SJ, and my fellow co-hosts, Paul and Sam. Here's a preview of what to expect. Uh, collectively labelled as a deviant sociopath. That's... Like some sort... I don't know, that's that's so some sort sinister. Of film name. <laughs> like, yeah, evil, like an evil villain. <laughs> yeah, just... They always that's do, it. though, don't they? They always look normal. No, not always. <laughs> Jeffrey Dahmer didn't look normal. <laughs> so, sorry, Jeffrey sorry, Jeffrey D, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> She's going to get defensive now. We need to watch out.
Check us out on Twitter at Crimes Like and Instagram at Crimes Like These. You can listen and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. <laughs> what were we talking about? Right, said. Yes. Uh, yeah. Well, apologise for this at the beginning of the episode. <laughs> I'm sure. So yeah. there's going to be about 45 minutes in there that sounds shit. <laughs> we need to do a. Uh, Sorry, you don't pay for this though. So you know that. <laughs> what's that bit in a uh, in the Wizard of Oz where it moves from like black and white to color? Oh yeah. I'm find that clip and put it in. <laughs> as, we, <laughs> as we move from one from one bit to the other. Um, I was saying something about it being like an anxiety dream, I believe. Yeah. Oh, the PT demo. So it follows like dream logic. That's what I was telling you about. So uh, the game's really, really simple. You enter a house. You go through a corridor. You go around the corner. You leave. And when you walk around the corner, you go back in through the door and you're at the start of the corridor again. And it makes no sense. Right. And then things get progressively weirder and weirder and kind of random events happen. And sometimes you walk in and all the all the pictures are like reversed. And it, uh, none of it makes any fucking sense. It's really fucking creepy. Things jump out at you. Um, and it's ooky spooky. And uh, you can learn how to get out of it. But it's like proper fucked up dream logic where you just have to do things that don't make sense. And then people worked out how to do it and they got out. And then it was like, there was this cutscene that was like, PT coming soon. And then it didn't because Konami had a massive falling out with Hideo Kojima. And Hideo Kojima told them to go fuck themselves. So, yeah. And now they make pachinko machines. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Which is technically not gambling. Yes, technically. (laughs) Um, This is an interesting fact I found. So, George Lucas was so impressed with Eraserhead that he asked David Lynch to direct Return of the Jedi. And Lynch turned it down. Fuck me, how, good for that. how weird would that have been? <laughs> yeah, not good. Not All the good. lightsaber sounds would have been backwards. <laughs> so, and on, on a, partnered with that, Mel Brooks was so impressed with it, he offered him the Elephant Man, which he made. Oh, wow. So that's how he got the Elephant Man, through Mel Brooks. Mental. Yeah, this is like a bit of a calling card for for like what Lynch can do. I can't believe it took seven years, though. Yeah. That's his first film, so. Yeah. yeah and you know, interestingly... The reason he made a race ahead is he was an art student. Mm. It shows. Yeah, it really does. He, uh, but he he was losing interest not in art but in the the college and the like course he was doing. Right. And uh, the like the staff saw so much potential in him that they essentially gave him free reign to do whatever he wanted, rather than sticking into the confines of like their whatever the fuck they wanted him to do. Yeah. And uh, yeah, he made the film. They let him use all, like, loads of locations were owned by them. Oh, um, wow. Yeah, loads of shit. Just Crazy. To, just to keep him on, yeah. Yeah, amazing. Um, so, yeah, I think, again, it's hard to talk about sort of individual scenes, and I'm sure some people are going to be annoyed that we're not kind of going through it in the order that I guess the film is in, but I think this is more a film that needs to kind of be sort of openly discussed as opposed to gone through. That's kind of a thing I you need to go Lynch and Lynch would be disappointed yourself. if he thought someone was trying to talk about it in order. <laughs> <laughs> so I just want to go through a couple of my favourite scenes. Um, yeah. my, I think my favourite scene of all is where he loses his head and is replaced with the little bubby and then 
takes it to a petrol factory. It goes, yeah, it gets... The <laughs> head, okay, Paul! <laughs> the head goes through the pool of blood and then and then falls from the sky in that weird, twisted, kind of dreamy way that it does. But again, that to me, that, that really does feel like, you know, that kind of almost... In a lot of Greek mythology, the gods were scared of their offspring because uh, the offspring was going to rise up and take their place. And it feels like the kind of the monomyth for that of, of, of the father being terrified of this this thing that I've half created is going to take my place. And then it literally does take his place in the, in the, in the, in the dream within a dream that he has. It, uh, our conception. It definitely does. <laughs> yeah, because that's the thing with that scene is I always thought watching the film, from, you know, I have never seen it before. I was looking at the cover guy. Oh, is it called a razor head because of his hair? That's what it I thought too. Looks like a razor. And then that scene comes up. I'm like, no, is this what? This is why it's called a razor head. <laughs> like, what the fuck? Yeah, yeah. This is one of those films where I have vivid memories of seeing in the video shop. Yeah. Mm. Like you know when you're perusing the horror section when yeah, you're yeah, really yeah. young. Yeah, yeah. And all the films you're potentially terrified of. Yeah. And then you watch them later and you go, oh. <laughs> oh the thing is, okay. I can't work out whether the concept of the film was the film itself or was that one scene he's like oh it's about him and the guy gets his head made into an eraser let's expand on this <laughs> <laughs> I, I, you know it's like where did he come up with this film I just don't get the oh I know he's a weird guy it anyway, took but, seven years I yeah. bet he forgot what he was doing <laughs> yeah. and every time he came back to it it was just a little bit different yeah it's like one of those pictures you know where you, like, you fold the paper up and you get one guy to draw the head <laughs> <laughs> and the next guy That's comes exactly down exactly what it <laughs> is just draws yeah. the body the yeah. exquisite corpse yeah, yeah I love yeah. that man I had this idea of doing that during lockdown with an album where you like I'd start I'd I'd get like five musicians and then I and I still this is still a concept that I quite like to do, but it's just getting fucking musicians is like herding cats. I'd write a full song on just drums and then send it over to a bass player. And then that bass player would write a full song on just bass and send it over to a guitar player. And then we'd eventually, as the songs rotated, they would be added to by yeah. each musician that passed it and then you just see what came out the other side that'd be quite interesting actually yeah I'd like really, Chinese I'd, whispers but with music yeah yeah so like because because in some in some aspects you're going to hear what the uh, what the original intention for what they're playing is um, but you can choose to oh I'm going to try and follow what I think they want or you go I'm going to try and fuck this up as much as I possibly can um, yeah it's still something I'd be really interested in doing but it's finding you know recording musicians who are going to want to do that for free and give their time because they're going to have to play on at least five different tracks yeah so it's uh, yeah it's tricky but if anyone's up for doing that let me know find me at Michael Vistam on Instagram or Twitter and I'm up for it in a big way I can record remotely just get in touch <laughs> plug Plug, 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 plug. <laughs> now back to the main feature. Right. So, what was your what was like? What was the scene that stands out for you, Paul? Uh, weirdly, the radiator woman dancing on the stage, and there's the intestine on the floor. Yeah. And she nearly treads on all the time. Mm. It's weird. That's all the babies that fall down. And it? also yeah. the dinner scene at the beginning. Yeah. Like that dinner scene with the oozing it chicken freaked me out. That. Yeah. And then guys going on about how he fucking lost the he lost the use of his arm. But then over a period of time, he managed to get it back again, and now he can't feel anything in it. Yeah. Mm. Look at my knees. Yeah. <laughs> he's a plumber. People think plumbing just grows on the ground. But to be fair, that's the most logical sense. Because Leon was saying that, he goes, oh, the weird thing where he just goes, look at my knees. But actually, if you look at it, he gets like, no, that's a logical part of the conversation. It's like, my knees are fucked. Look at my knees. Yeah, <laughs> you know? yeah. Well, yeah, I mean. But 
There's not a lot of logic, no. but that is. Yeah, and I want to know one the, the, the one thing that made me laugh was the nan, where she just like puts the things in her hands, puts the bowl of the salad on her lap, and then mixes it with the nan's hands, and then takes it off again. Yeah, <laughs> it's like why did you? What the fuck? Did you make her feel useful? Or as Leanne thought, is she just dead? <laughs> Possibly. Oh, they're weekend at Bernie's here. Yeah, I like that. yeah, yeah. yeah. Keeping yeah. someone on but past their use. As I was saying, this is, again, that scene's a very, um, very good one of how awkward this film makes you feel, like where she's brushing her hair and she just freaks out because she's having a hairbrush. Yeah. And then when the mum's talking to the thingy, was it Henry? Mm. And then she just starts snogging him. It's like, yeah. what the fuck is going on? <laughs> it's just, because it's so so near the start of it, it just shows you what how awkward this film is going to be. Yeah. Yeah, you know, saying the pauses between the conversations and just like Bill just staring, and smiling. Have you never had a dream like that though, where you like you're trying to make co- you're trying to talk to someone and then like the words aren't coming out of your mouth, dude? That's my real life. Yeah, I'm, about to say, I'm a very social awkward it's not person. A fucking dream. Look at you, you fucking extrovert over there. <laughs> right. Well, I've had nightmares like that where it's like uh, it's really hard to explain, and again, no one really fucking cares about your dreams. But in the context of talking about this, where you have, you're trying to have a conversation with someone, you've got to say something that's really important. But as you're as you're speaking, the words, the only way I can describe it is like the words come out of you like a wrecking ball and in an echo chamber. So you like you speak and you go, but it can't do that because, hamada, ah, 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 <laughs> and then someone's looking at you like what? And you're like, you're just trying to make sense. Yeah, fucked. Tara Babel shit. Yeah, I don't really have weird dreams like that. Do you not? No, I've never had the naked dream either. You never had the naked dream. I've also never dreamt about flying. I've had the you naked dream. I know you have. Oh, well, you, you sent me a really detailed message about it. <laughs> <laughs> I've had flying dreams. Oh yeah, it's really common, but I've never had either one of those. Mm. I was really convinced of the sensation, and I was like, I must have felt this sensation before. This sensation of flying, and realised it felt like being in a pool. <laughs> you know, when you, you sit at the bottom of a pool and you float up because that's how it felt to fly. And I was like, oh, oh, no, I have, I've lived that. That's real. <laughs> yeah, that's actually happened. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, man. Yeah, but that's another scene. The, the one that actually I could fully relate to and is actually very grounded in reality is when they're fighting for the bed. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I, I, actually, that. I actually don't really have that problem. Uh, no, like me and my missus are always fighting for the duvet. Really? <laughs> yeah. No, that works out right. She's always hot and I'm always cold. So it works out <laughs> perfectly fine. I'm normally throwing the duvet over her as well. Yeah. Um, because, yeah, I get far too fucking warm. Yeah. I'm usually, I'm usually, oh, this is so boring. Let's talk, <laughs> let's talk about, let's talk about race air, not uh, to sleeping temperatures. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, no, it's, it's like the rest of it is all just weird shit going on. <laughs> it's weird shit from minute one. Minute one, yeah. Because I thought there was no sound at first, too. Like, when it first starts, because originally I had it mirrored like from my laptop onto the TV. Oh, right. But it don't really work, so it don't mirror the sound, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And the ending's, like, just really powerful. He, like, it's like this weird murder-suicide where the baby gets ripped open and all the bile and, and bleakness. No, that is rank. Yeah. It's fucking disturbing. When, when the baby gets ill in general, like it's fucking Oh, that way it's all spotty on the face. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, it's disgusting. It's grim. Yeah, sick babies are not good things. <laughs> Especially when they look like that. Yeah, they're just snot and everything. Yeah. Got to be there. <laughs> just feel like, is it worth it for, for someone to 
put me in a good retirement home. <laughs> I'll put myself in a good retirement home yeah. if I live that long. Yeah, exactly. Right. I don't think... Yeah. I'm not going to be giving someone money for 25 yeah. years. But the also, idea of procreating really does scare me. Right. Nah. But also, what hospital would send that baby home? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but no one bats an eyelid, do they? It's yeah. just like it's normal. Yeah. yeah. So I like the way they, the idea is that it's deformed, but it's fucking alien. Yeah. Which I, which I actually thought it was because of the beginning of the film. Like yeah. We start off on some kind of... I thought that was an asteroid. Yeah. And I thought mm. that like the life had come to Earth through the asteroid and sort of been in, seeded in him somehow. Yeah. yeah. But, they, but again, maybe. But the case, yeah. But maybe. Yeah, that's what I say. But that's why I think at the end was the planet and the planet hatching yeah, and yeah, the, yeah. with the guy and the... Le- the God, almost godlike guy with the levers like, controlling everything. Yeah, but, he was weird too. Yeah. Look pretty a, cool though. Uh, to me, that was like he's he's the thing that controls fate. So he's he's the man. Yeah, that's know. what I mean. Like a sort of a god, you know, yeah. controlling. And then because he kills the baby and kind of takes, you know, it's grim as fuck, but he kills himself. The guy's like, no, this isn't supposed to happen, which is why it starts like freaking out. And then he goes to heaven where everything's fine. <laughs> <laughs> Her cheeks really freak me out, man. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. The says it looks like a P- uh, PS4 controller, <laughs> PlayStation <laughs> controller. It does, yeah. <laughs> so it's like mattress foam come to life. Oh, I fired up my Xbox after like ten years. Right. Um, my controller don't work. Really annoying. I can get you a controller. <laughs> <laughs> but I bought Skyrim. I really wanted to play Skyrim. <laughs> okay. And I bought it. Got it for three quid. Yeah, and you uh, will on the on the Xbox yeah. what three sixty? Yeah, yeah. yeah you I'm will. right up to date. I'm right up there. This is the latest one, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. So yeah, I'm right up to date on it. But I really wanted to play that game for like ten years. <laughs> now, you could put it pretty run on your laptop now. Ugh, I can't play games on computer. Why? Don't like it. Why? Why don't I play games really? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, I do want to start playing it, but just getting myself into it, you know? It's like, every time I try, every time I think about putting it on, I think, eh. <laughs> Seems like a lot of effort. Fair. Elden Ring has absolutely destroyed me for playing games. I'm just like, I don't want to play anything now. I pay £10 a month for Game Pass, and I'm like, there's nothing I want to play. I just don't want to play anything. So, yeah. Anyway, I can't pay for that anyway. I've just started a Paramount Plus subscription. <laughs> <laughs> Why do you do that? Because Paramount Plus is great. What's on it? Oh, everything. This isn't sponsored content. No, no. Uh, Yellowstone's on there. You ever seen Yellowstone? No. Fucking brilliant. Is that with Jason Momoa? No. Oh, okay. Kevin Cosner. Okay. It's uh, it's basically The Sopranos on a ranch in Montana. You've recommended that before. Yes, I have. Yeah. It's fucking brilliant. Okay. There's a prequel to it now called 1844 or something. When's it set? Uh, 1925. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all, um, all of Star Trek's on there. Uh, oh, cool. It's Paramount. So anything Paramount is on there. Yeah. So there's loads of films on there, loads of TV shows. Sick. Racehead's not on there. <laughs> <laughs> Racehead's Race not anywhere. No. It's in your dreams. It's every time you close your eyes, baby. Dan managed to find it. Maybe yeah. HMV or something. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Dear future listener choices, please make sure we can find it first. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And don't make me fork out 12 quid for a film I don't want. We should give it away. No. You paid £12 for a used copy. Yeah. Of a Blu-ray. Yeah. Why? Because I needed to see it. Dan gave you a copy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm confused. Oh, I had to own it anyway. 
It has to go in the collection. Everyone there. <laughs> it's one of those films no. that... <laughs> no. <laughs> I refuse to own films I don't like. I do own films I don't like. But <laughs> those are the ones I didn't know I didn't like until I'd bought them and watched them. Maybe we should do a giveaway of all the films you don't like. <laughs> nope. <laughs> okay. Oh, no. Once you've got them, you don't get rid of they them. They don't go. No, 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 they no. They just build and build and mutate and grow. And... <laughs> all right. Yeah. Hams, I tried. I tried to give you... I tried to do a giveaway. Uh, we've tried to give them stuff before. They don't want it. That is true. I've still got... I'll tell you what I've... I've Except I've, the stickers I've still not sent to Austin. Sorry, Austin. <laughs> I, will, um, I will do that. I've, uh, I was having a little dig through some boxes uh, for reasons I'll tell you next week. Um, and I found a copy of the crazies that we were going to keep oh, away. Oh yeah, yeah. And I don't, I don't remember if we someone won. Pretty cheer. Someone messaged me. <laughs> he won all the other and competitions. Said, somehow. <laughs> that was Mandy. No, you only did one competition. Oh yeah. No, you didn't win that. Someone else won it and then gave it to you. No, no, I won it, and then the other person said, "Oh, they wish they dented," so I said, "I'll give it to oh, them." Oh, is that what happened? Yeah. Okay, cool. Uh, so yeah. No, we did more than one because I said I was going to give away the copy of The Crazies and yeah. then someone messaged me. If you still listen to the podcast, send me a message. They probably don't because you didn't send them their probably. copy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Fuck them, yeah. bastards. Don't let these fucking liars. Um, it, no, I'm not a liar. I'm just dumb. You were just really fucking lazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I just, yeah. I was supposed to call someone about something earlier today and I've only just realised that it's I'm now here doing yep. this. This is the thing. You only realise once you start li- like listening back to yourself talking for an hour and a half <laughs> you suddenly realise some of the shit you say. Like I have to correct myself on saying I said on the last episode of the podcast. Right? What did you say? No, I made it sound like I don't wear the T-shirt of the film I'm going to see. That is but what I, you said. No, what I meant was, because <laughs> I do do that, and not only do I do that, I take it further. <laughs> I match my T-shirt to the places I go. So if I go to the beach, I'll only wear Jaws or the Lost Boys T-shirts. <laughs> <laughs> Why did you? Why did you lie then? No, no, I didn't. You it just, did. No, no. Right. What I don't like is when people wear blatant film t-shirts. Oh yeah, head to toe so dripping. I will wear Last Exit t-shirts. So some of them are so deep cut you wouldn't know anyway. So it's You're like if I'm going to see Nightmare on Elm Street t-shirt now, that's just the logo. But I'm not. I'm not in the cinema watching Nightmare on Elm Street. Oh, right. Okay. If I was, we have been talking about dreams though. Yeah, I have, yeah. <laughs> um, like, I will wear a Last Exit t-shirt. So, for example, for like, let me think of an example. So, say I went to see Aliens, I right. might wear my Aspen beer t-shirt. Okay. Deep cut, man. <laughs> fair okay. play, fair play. I'm not going with the Aliens fucking logo on my chest. Yeah. I want the one that says Alan. <laughs> In space, scream no one can. Or something, <laughs> some bullshit like that. It's good. Uh, okay, fine. There you go. So that's my correction. That's been a, an my, addendum my unintentional to last week's AGM. Um, I also saw that SJ uh, was quoting us about the massive dick that she has. <laughs> yeah. uh, that made me happy. Uh, not a massive dick. <laughs> must oh, be, I mean, must maybe. Maybe well. it was. Less... <laughs> Don't depends where it goes. Massive and all. She just deep throated the microphone. It <laughs> sounds like when you fart after, afterwards. <laughs> so, have you got anything else to say about this film? Um, no. no I, had, I had a great time. It's fucking weird. I had a weird time. Yeah. Weird time. Mostly because part of it I watched in the car <laughs> <laughs> at work this morning. So <laughs> it's, not, it's not what I call ideal settings. Nah. But I, have to, I get to work an hour early, so, so I can sit in the car with the heated seat on. Which <laughs> stops my back hurting. <laughs> okay. Good. Yeah. Um, 
so this is going to be divisive, I think. Um, oh, I've not brought up any opinions. <laughs> so uh, I would say get it watched purely because I feel like everyone has to go through it. I'm going to say have once. a go because while I didn't care for it too much, I expect some people will. And I do think it's one of those films you probably have to see. Yeah, it, I, I was going to say leave it out, but also get it watched so you suffer like I did. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I'd say have a go. You know what I mean? It's not. It's a very divisive film, and I, 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 I'm under the opinion of like people who say, "Oh no, this is like the masterpiece of cinema." It's like they're just saying it because they're pretentious wankers. I think a lot of people are. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, you know I mean, half the people that say they like it, they don't like it. They just want to sound cool. Sorry, that's definitely thirty-nine pounds for the DVD. Yeah, and there's only one left in stock. Yeah, that's why I paid twelve quid for a second-hand copy of the Blu-ray. Which is silly because you could have got it for eleven fifty-five. Could have got it. <laughs> could have got it for free. Oh, you think that's bad? You know, Skid Row's always say, "Can you scream?" Yeah. Do you know how much that's worth? Um, well, what the actual video? Because I've got it. How much? Fifty-five quid. What? Yeah, because they don't have the rights to it. Hard Apparently, it's, I think in a couple of years they will have the rights to it. and They will release it on DVD. But yeah, if you have got a copy of it, yeah, I still 50, have my copy of yeah, it. I, I've looked all over the internet for it. I found it in one spot, fifty-five quid. Ha! Huh. Yeah. Amazing. Anyway, sorry. Or eBay. <laughs> <laughs> well, Buyer, DJ. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Send an anonymous offer. Yeah. Well, 65 those, quid. Those were our... Th- those were kind of our opinions. Um, but we know what you're really here for. is to get your little bum. Um, just get your little bum. Just get your little bum. Um, normally I've got a good segue, but honestly, <laughs> what do you what do you use? Grab that severed head and lob it into the into the underbush as a distraction for whatever lurks in the Amazon jungle. It's missing sank without Dan. We got up our game there. Dan has left a hole in the jingle. Everything's fine. That's awful. <laughs> well, that's me having nightmares tonight. Yeah. I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what. Mike's uh, face and that voice. <laughs> uh, Lottie says, <laughs> "Hang on, uh, did you find these on, on Amazon?" Yeah. Huh. <laughs> okay, I'm going to continue. Lottie says, "Ooh, I don't want to hate this film. I really don't. But I think it's just not for me. It's very outdated now. There's a lot of hidden meaning in this film. I just got bored. Very sorry to David Lynch fans. I had to keep googling to find out what everything meant." Um, Robert McGough said, "Lynch him. See what he did there. Yes, Lynch him. <laughs> what a heap of pet." Kenny, if you still listen to this podcast, let's be honest, probably not. Um, let me know about this. This I've been working on my Scottish accent. <clears throat> Here we go. What a heap of pish. This was touted as a cult film and one to watch. Save yourself the time. Honestly, it's the ramblings of a madman that will thrill you with boredom. It will thrill you with boredom. Actually, I wasn't bored. That's, that's the one thing I wasn't. Yeah, I was too confused to be bored. <laughs> okay, I'm not gonna. Uh, I'm not gonna read that one. <laughs> uh, I've got a good one on Letterboxd. I love when I show this movie to friends and they never talk to me again. <laughs> 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 fucking hell! Everyone's a fucking film critic. Honestly, yeah, that's why. Oh my god, that's I hate people that create accounts <laughs> to fucking. 
Just shut up. You're not going to be discovered by Empire Magazine on fucking IMDb, you dick. <laughs> Best birth control ad I've ever seen. <laughs> <laughs> um, Amanda Hug and Kiss says... See what he did there. It's good. What's black and white and jizzed all over? Eraserhead, apparently. <laughs> 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 Which I like that. Yeah. Um, That's actually a great fucking joke. <laughs> Scaroth, last of the Jaggeroth, says... I know that guy. Unwatchable drivel. <laughs> Looking like it was made by a group of pretentious drunken art students. I mean, it was. It does look This film is irritating nonsense from start to finish. Revered by many as a cult classic, David Lynch's surrealist celluloid turd just set my (laughs) teeth on edge. From the moment the sperm-like organism started floating around Jack Nance's disembodied head and the screeching soundtrack began its obnoxious tolling. The whole thing made me want to tear my hair out in frustration. And after 35 minutes, all I could do was... It was all I could do to keep watching. Say what you will, this is my honest review of what was presented to me, and I'm sorry I couldn't be more positive. <laughs> I've hit a level of confusion I've never felt before. Not even going to try and rate this one. <laughs> Fair enough, right? Yeah, probably best to yeah. uh, Okay, one more. Treza says, I hope my film student daughter doesn't make films like this. <laughs> <laughs> it's quite amazing how some think it's a masterpiece and others strictly garbage. I'm the side of the pitch and burn. Back in the 70s, I talked my sisters into seeing a late night, midnight actually movie that appeared to be a must see. I thought it was comedy. Should have read the write up better. I nor my sisters couldn't believe we stood in line for this cult film. Pure confusion, depressing, what's the point type of film. That's my take. And now... 24 years later, my daughter is interested, hasn't seen it, but hopefully will not influence her filmmaking. I chose one star because zero stars isn't a choice. <laughs> Fair. <laughs> so there you go. Yeah, I mean, it's at least a lot of those were like, um, you know, thought out criticism. Not like, I hate it when yeah. people just say, Worst movie yeah, ever. Why don't you like it? Oh, it's shit. Yeah. No. You thought it was shit. Yeah, yeah. Ten other people thought it was great. Yeah. 75 other people yeah. also thought it was shit, but that's neither here nor there. Yeah. Uh, even the ones that go, it weren't for me. Well, yeah, fair enough, it weren't for you, but don't leave it one star. Just because it's not your type of film. Uh, no, I mean, that's fair, because mm. otherwise... Oh, yeah, I suppose. You shouldn't leave five stars if it is your kind of film. Yeah, fair argument. Opinion's opinion, isn't it? Yeah, 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 fair argument. You, you need, you need the, the gamut to get like, yeah, a good... Yeah. Because I'll always, you know, when you buy stuff off Amazon, mm. I always go straight to the one star reviews. Yeah, same as. Yeah. Because I like, because as I say, like we do it, because they're, they're idiots. You know, there's more stupid other one star reviews, the more I want to buy it. Because <laughs> <laughs> it's like, you're, you're clearly a twat. <laughs> I mean, that's not why I do it. <laughs> one star reviews gives you immediately what's potentially wrong with it. Yeah, that too. <laughs> or they're twats and they're or, like. Or they're twats. Yeah. Uh, so where are we at? Recommendations? That's it. Recommendations, lads. Uh, my recommendation this week is a podcast. Um, if you like... I think you remember a couple of months ago I had finished listening to the Magnus Archives, um, yeah. which is a great podcast and you should definitely listen to. But that's not my recommendation. My recommendation, I've been looking for another horror-based podcast. Um, are you lads familiar with the SCP Foundation? No. So uh, SCP is secure, uh, secure, contain, protect. It's an internet phenomenon where basically it's an open source collaborative writing project where, um, you know, like the, uh, no, you wouldn't have seen that. Sort of like the X-Files. Yep. So the SCP Foundation, are, are um, they're protecting the world from anomalies and these anomalies can be anything. And basically the archives are open source anyone can add a new scp and as long as it isn't the same number or 
like really related to any other kind of idea then it will be accepted and then it's like an ongoing growing archive of short horror stories that's kind of cool um it's fucking great and this podcast is really good um there's a couple of like the famous ones that i already knew about but a couple of like the weird ones that that i haven't uh, learned about and it's still an ongoing thing and and every 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 uh, episode is really good and and definitely worth your time if you're into short what was it called again, sorry? The SCP uh, Foundation. SCP Foundation. Yeah. Uh, secure, secure, contain, protect. There's games of it. There's there's like oh, a whole Wikipedia. There's a whole website. Um, and there's a cut like the really big famous ones. Uh, I don't remember the names and numbers. There's the old man. There's the shy guy. And there's the... Oh, there's the one that looks like a fucking fucked up Teletubby that everyone's like terrified of. I can't remember. And the stairwell. Which sounds like nothing, but it is it's, it's yeah. really cool. Yeah, definitely worth your time. My only criticism is that it's too fucking quiet. So when I'm playing it over Bluetooth in my car, I'm like having to turn everything up and then it boosts all the bass and it's a, just a bad time. Yeah, one of those two podcasts I listen to does that as well. Yeah. Seems to be a horror, horror fiction podcast. They're all like, it was a dark day. when I'm like, yeah, that's cool, but up your fucking audio levels. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, that's my recommendation. Maybe they recorded on the um, laptop mic. Maybe, they, yeah, maybe like a, like a maybe. prick. <laughs> they were doing that. Did you just inadvertently call me a prick? <laughs> I no, mean, I was, having to go at us. I was having to go at us. Like, none of us went, hey, Paul, do you want to check? just double check that? I don't know. It's not what I heard. We're all, we're all pricks. I, I took the direct eye contact. As, uh, <laughs> <laughs> and when I leant over directly into yeah, your face, I mean, like a prick I mean, you put your hand on my shoulder man <laughs> <laughs> not sure else i was supposed to take it Chip? um yeah a bit, a bit late to the table on this one um love death and robots oh i've not seen oh. that it's an anthology series on good. Like, the yeah. third season that some some of them are better than others i will say that but some you know the some are crap but some are fucking brilliant really well worth your time cool yeah any examples of good ones um i can't remember na- names off the top of my head um was it something 13 Basically, the first season, it's one about the spaceship, which is really good. Um, the three robots, because uh, it's the first episode of the first season, and they've just done one for the third season as well with the same characters. That's what, That one's pretty good. But yeah, no, some of them are serious, some of them a bit spacey, dreamy sort of, um, others a bit more serious. All different styles of animation. Is it like chronological, or can you watch them in any order? Any order. They're, they're literally all oh, self anthology, you said. Yeah, sorry, yeah, all sorry. self-contained stories, all just about love, death, or robots. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, so, fair enough. Yeah, a couple of people have said I should watch that. Yeah, I mean, let's say some of them you'll go, well, that was a bit shit, but. But I'm like one of the only people in the world that don't really like Bat Mirror that much. Obviously, I've never seen it, so. Yeah. It's all right. Yeah, I've been recommended it, but, you know, get Bat around Mirror to it. It's great. Yeah, it's all right. <laughs> but yeah, love that from Robots. <laughs> Netflix. You there. <laughs> cool. Uh, so, my recommendation is a Instagram account, but it's a shop, um, Cult Locations Inc. So what the guy does is like an ex-draftsman. So what he does is like technical drawings of horror locations. Ooh. So I've got like five downstairs. Nice. Um, so like, for example, Michael Myers' house, the Myers' house, or yeah. um, the house from Elm Street, or Stu's. I've got the Lost Boys Cave and like stuff. Okay, we finished. <laughs> <laughs> you really lost that. As well, I looked going. up and everyone's on their phones. I'm just talking to myself. I was looking it up. <laughs> You're not talking to yourself. You're talking to the people to listening. Say, what was that again? Technical drawings? Yeah. It's on Instagram. Cult Locations Inc. with a K. Cool. No, no, not cult with a K. Inc. with a K. 
Oh, because cool. ink drawing, yeah. Oh, oh, cool. okay, yeah. right. Okay, cool. Uh, I believe it's your turn this week, Paul. So, uh, oh, it is. So, yeah. what have you, what have you picked? Uh, the Strangers. Oh, not the BBC drama The Stranger. No, the 2008 Liv Tyler Scott Speedman film. Oh, okay, cool. Uh, well, that sounds exciting. Have you seen it? Uh, I haven't yet. Oh, no. Cool. Um, I'm sure I will like it. Watch it pretty soon. I will. I'll watch Sweet. it in a bit. Okay, mate. All right. Uh, there you go. See, so recommended. I just followed it. <laughs> excellent. Uh, so until next week, the real horror is uh, giving pretentious art students too much money, <laughs> or um, not enough, so they have to get yeah. it off their off their star's wife. <laughs> um, and until next time, he's been Paul. He's been Cheer. And he's been Mike. Bye. See ya. Bye bye. <laughs> Here in heaven, everything. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to fade you out. Then. <laughs> no, no, I like it when you do the laugh. Recording.